0: Hey guys, this is your host Shane with Radical Rocks. Today we've got a very exciting episode filled with great education and information on rocks, agates, and so much more. I was looking at Radical Rocks. There were fossils, minerals, and rocks and things. There were sand and hills and rings. The first thing I found was a geode. Crystals, quartz with no clouds. Agate was hot and the ground was hard, but the gems were there to be found. See, I've been through the desert, found a rock with no name. Felt good to have in my hand. In the desert, you can find lots of rocks. Radical rocks are everywhere. Radical rocks are everywhere, for sure, guys. Um, Yeah, I was telling you, we have a whole bunch of topics today to talk about. Turn the volume down a little bit on this. We're going to talk about a giant sea dragon, uh, 32 foot long. Sometimes they like to just make it sound as, as exciting as they can. We're going to talk about a new mineral. It's actually radioactive, as radioactive as a banana, if that means anything. We're going to talk about interesting stones that are from the Nova Scotia area. We're going to talk about Baker Ranch agates. These are some beautiful agates. Um, $100 million for a gemstone that was recently found. We'll talk about all that and so much more, guys. So, hey, I want to thank you guys for joining our social media. You just type in Radical Rocks in your favorite browser, and we're going to pop up on Facebook, MeWe, Parlor, uh We've got blogs at blog, blog stop, I think it is. Now I can't even remember the name of it. It's a Google blog blog uh, app, and then um, also YouTube. We've got about a thousand subscribers. Videos completely different from the podcast. So check it out. All right, let's get right into it. First off, there is uh, a gift, and I didn't talk about this. There's a lot of stuff we'll talk about that I didn't even mention. Um, these beautiful agate bowls were given to the Russian President uh, Putin, and if you go to w i o n e w s dot com, um, News dot com, <coughs> it's an in India from India. you have got some pictures of this beautiful bowls here, and one of them is this spectacular yellowish. Um, I guess it's agate, yeah, agate with uh, with some white in it. it looks like chalcedony, and then some beautiful red agate bowls that were made. And these were very expensive gifts that were given uh, from the relationship between India and Russia. And um, well, you know, whatever you think of that, I all I care about is the rocks, right? The rocks and the gems. But uh, it says agate here or a uh, ki, a kik. it's spelled A K I K, are semi precious stones known for fineness of grain and brightness. These stones are extracted from the mines of the hills and riverbeds by tribal groups of Bahils. The artisan of the Kam Bahat region of the state of Gujarat produces a wide variety of spellbounding ornaments, utilitarian products, and decor uh, articles. One such product is attic bowls, or attic bowls, (laughs) agate bowls. They're made out of a single stone without any joints, so it's a continuous piece which demands top quality craftsmanship and diligence. Remarkable significance agate stones have to India since 33 to 13 BCE in the form of beaded ornaments and so much more. It goes on to talk about agate comes in a variety of colors, brown, red, white, gray, pink, black, yellow. And the colors are caused by impurities alternating bands within the agate different colors were produced as groundwaters of different compositions seeped up into the cavity. The banding within the cavity is a record of water chemistry change. The banding gives many agates interesting colors, patterns, and make it a popular gemstone. So, pretty cool. Um, If you want to see that, just look up. The modi gives exquisite agate bowls to Russian President Vladimir Putin. All right, so much for that. Uh, I'm not next, a gemstone, unbelievably, is getting an offer of a hundred million dollars U.S. dollars. It says, "It's a Dubai company. They are opting to buy the world's largest natural corundum blue sapphire." Uh, this is published on a d a d e r. A-N-A dot L K and this is a news station, which I think it might be a might be a Dubai news station. Alderanda. Alderanda. I'm probably slaughtering that. But anyway, they have a picture of it there. This monster weighs we've talked about it before, 310 kilograms which is a 1,550,000 carat stone called the Queen of Asia. And um, they are looking at putting it somewhere in Dubai and paying up to a $100 million for this gemstone. Sounds like it might be one of the most valuable gemstones in the world. Um, doesn't look super spectacular unless the lighting is on it is... uh is done properly. Then the blue really comes out. So garnets, um, birthstones, I guess, for January, if that is something you like. It's one of the oldest known gemstones. Garnets have been around for millenniums. Um, People believe that it has these uh, protective health qualities, but uh, most of all, January babies, uh, it is a gift of love. And it is a beautiful color. Usually they're going to be red or an orange red is also quite popular right now. These can be just so stunning. And uh, this article is luxurylondon.co.uk And they go to show some uh, garnets in various uh, Capuchon, uh excuse me, faceted forms, uh, square, teardrop, um, standard, you know, but beautiful designs in in itself. So there is your birthstone for January. Now, some interesting news in fossils. I found a couple interesting ones. Truly Remarkable Fossil is Rare Evidence of, actual evidence of shark on shark attacks by Harry Jones. You can find this at newsconcerns.com. They've got a picture here, the shark just chomping into another one. And what they found is uh, megalodons the giant rare fossils in four separate finds researchers and amateur fossil hunters discovered ancient vertebrae of now extinct sharks and the vertebrae are covered in uh, shark bite marks they ha- still have two pointy shark teeth sticking out of them so they feel this is the sign of an attack of a shark on a shark well they could have been could have been maybe they just ate a dead one that fell to the bottom because the sharks are kind of the garbage uh, garbage collectors of the of the ocean. So yeah, maybe maybe not. Um, researchers have known for decades about shark-on-shark predation and even cannibalism, um, and the behavior is seen in living sharks. So I guess that yeah, I guess I could buy that. And uh, these ancient sharks, though, are the first time that they have seen an example of this in a fossil form. I didn't even know they could could get a casting of a shark spine. So it would be interesting to see this. They don't have any pictures of the actual fossils here that I could see. I would like to see what that looks up, uh, what it looks like. It just says that uh, they are on the vertebrae, that they found these fossils of shark vertebrae, which shark doesn't really have vertebrae like a person. They have like a rubbery piece that, you know, would be very hard set to fossilize, because usually all you can get out of a shark is teeth and uh, maybe the jaw um, bone. That's about all they really see, because that's about the only bones that are in it. The rest is just cartilage. So pretty interesting and exciting news on that. Now there was a uh, YouTube video called the Dinosaur Cowboy. Uh, You can look this up, just look up Meet the Dinosaur Cowboy who discovered fossils in Montana and it's a really interesting story because they go into um, the fossils that he's found and how he got into it and then they also, the one that he found lately is really spectacular. It is, um, I think it's like a T-Rex or a family member of a T-Rex that's actually bit into a, um, a Triceratop, And they've got the complete fossil of the Triceratop. really spectacular fossil. And this is going to be on display in a museum uh, in America. I think they said South Carolina. I can't remember. You'll have to look that up. But the fossil was found in Montana. And this museum is going to, as they're studying it, they're leaving it kind of open around the edges. They're in glass cases and stuff. But you will get to interact with the scientists that are doing the research and actually see how the research goes on... um, they want to figure out like exactly how old this triceratop is that was uh, being devoured by this um, predator, and probably try to figure out why did they get frozen in time like that. Very interesting. All right, next. Um, hmm, I don't want to do that one yet. Bird-like dinosaur fossil may be bigger and stronger relative of the Velociraptor, and this is at uh, studyfinds.org, and it's just research articles that are posted here. This one uh, is put out by them, Portsmouth, United Kingdom. The winged dinosaur with razor-sharp claws and teeth may be the ancient ancestor of the famous Velociraptor researchers in the united kingdom say so um they feel that they found some uh, similarities because they're heavy constructed animal Um, they would hunt animals that were smaller than themselves and such so they think that uh, this somehow could have been a precursor to that whatever take it with a grain of salt i think the other thing that they found was uh They have a picture of it with its one toenail way up, kind of looking like the Velociraptor. So very interesting. We'll see what goes on with that. Um, Have you ever heard of the Baker Ranch Thunder Eggs? These are really beautiful. Um, They hail from New Mexico. And the variety in these Thunder Eggs is amazing there's several great areas in new mexico i just did a video on youtube and i broke out my rarest agates Um, slices from mexico from around the world from south america um, from united states from like i said new mexico arizona california oregon Um, yeah i even found one from i believe china Um, that I think I might have missed when I was doing the show. But there's just such a variety of agates from around the world. But the Baker's Agates, they are really something. Baker Ranch Thunder Eggs. And I found a site on Etsy that actually sells a lot of them. And I was hoping to get some information from it. But I thought I'd share it with you if you didn't know where to be able to look at these beauties. You you can go, and they're not sponsored... Uh, You know, I'm not saying this is a good or bad place. I'm just bringing the information to you. Spanish Stirrup, one word, Stirrup Rock Shop. And it's an Etsy um, shop, and it also pops up as the SS Rock Shop. And they say they're located in Alto, New Mexico, and they have a website too, ssrockshop.com. So there's a big plug for them. But if you go to this, their website, you can see how beautiful these Baker Thunder Eggs really are and the diversity of them. Um, Some of them are kind of a little bit ordinary looking, you know, when you think about some of the agates and stuff like that, but man, some of them are really spectacular. There's one here that has browns with black and white, golden colors, there's uh, yellows, there's quite a bit. They've got a really good collection. They've got Lava cap. they've got uh, comito, they've got Mexican, yep, yep, they got them from Mexico, New Mexico, Lava Cop, Lava Cap, Thunder Egg, beautiful, beautiful gemstones. I just love agates, they're so so pretty. Some of them have a little bit of cavity in them, so they would be classified as a, a geode. Now, they have a lot more areas than that, than, than just those. They've got uh, lost rabbit thunder eggs, which are quite special. They've got Oregon North Ridge uh, prume, plume agate, which, if you like plume, that's always a winner they've got uh we looked at the lava cap those some of those are are kind of ordinary um kind of looking like the the ones you find in in oregon a lot um with the brown around the outside edge light brown to dark brown um some crystal cavities some chalcedony um they're pretty they're pretty they're they're not boring but uh, some of them are much more detailed and special Uh, quite a Variety of Mexican agates with beautiful colors from pinks to browns, whites, reds. Um, Laguna agates, of course, ever popular. Lagunas are quite beautiful with the banding. Greens, reds, yellows, oranges, pinks, quite striking. Condor agates. I don't know if you've ever heard of eggzilla thunder eggs. Um, I I've heard of them, they're just usually giant ones that are just kind of way bigger, they're usually not all that pretty. Um, They have some here as well. Mineshaft thunder eggs, Um, these are quite pretty with some banding and some geodes, and then also a Tavenir thunder egg. These. These are very, um, some of them have some beautiful, reddish, golden, uh caramely looking um, agatization in the middle of the agates. Some of them are quite plain, just have some chalcedony, uh, maybe a little bit of brown banding around the outside edge. A lot of them um, are, are kind of plain, but some of them are really spectacular. Blue Ridge Thunder Eggs, if you're not familiar with those, um, those are quite beautiful as well. You get a lot of variety there. Um, and again, sometimes these are not always as spectacular as you would like, but sometimes they have some incredible banding with whites, grays, even a little blue hue. There can be reds and uh, other colors that are in there, kind of a gold um, kind of a dark golden color and uh, brownish reds, blood reds. And uh, grays can also be seen. So very pretty. Thought I would share that with you if you want to check that out. Next. Let's see. I accidentally opened two windows. Now the GPAA is Gold and Treasure Shows. They are promoting their next Gold and Treasure Show. Um, Again, uh, they're not sponsoring the show or anything, but I always enjoyed going to this it's in pomona california Uh, they are charging ten dollars which is kind of outrageous but kids under 12 are free and uh, if you want to check that out just go to gpaastore.com and you can find out about their show and all the stuff that they offer right a newly discovered fossil in australia uh, I think we might have talked about this a little bit, but uh, the fossil that I found at courthousenews.com, uh, Nate uh, McKay um, wrote an article here, and he has a spectacular picture of the spider uh, fossilized in this uh, orangish, golden, orangish brown uh, base rock that is just amazing. You usually don't get to see such beautiful spider. Um, Fossils, but according to them, this latest treasure trove of fossils that they've unearthed is showing them that once Australia was much more a tropical rainforest than it is now. And the article goes on and on. It's quite, uh, it's it's about oh, a full page and a half long, not too bad. But uh, talks about that this discovery is just the tip of the iceberg. They're going to be coming out with a lot more information and discoveries. As they dig into this area, now where will you find a piece of the Rocky Mountains? Sarah Noise asks us this question, and you can look at this at the uh, ValDaily.com, V-A-I-L, D-A-I-L-Y.com, and. They talk about these rocks that are quarried from Colorado and they're ending up all over the world. Well, what it was is they said, uh, you know, however long ago, Colorado was once a warm inland sea. The waters left behind thick layers of sedimentary rock that have been warped, jostled, pushed, melted, and the result is a beautiful variety and concentration of quality. Mining the rocks has become Colorado's most significant interest industry in the 19th and 20th century and is very important. They use sandstone, gypsum, marble. It's mined right there in Colorado. People love using it for home construction, national monuments, and all sorts of other things. Um, it is the home of large deposits of sandstone that was once dunes beaches sandbars at the edge of ancient inland seas according to this article lion's sandstone is naturally strong uniform thin and uh even when it's thin in width in the 1880s they quarried it for paving material after the introduction of asphalt and concrete the lion's quarry barely survived but now suburban lifestyle has created a demand for this beautiful um, sandstone, kind of a, a beautiful reddish, uh, well, kind of an orangish-brown, orangish, uh, very rustic looking. And uh, you can check that out if you want at the Vale Daily article news. Okay, now, these minerals that we're about to talk about... Um, I think we've mentioned them occasionally. It's from Nova Scotia at the McDougall uh, Minerals website. You can go there and check that out if you want. They have many, many specimens. Um, Some of them are kind of plain. They're a white mineral. It is called a laminotite and uh, they are white. It looks kind of like a calcite mineral of sorts I guess um, that is formed in these bunches that they are selling from Nova Scotia, Canada they're pure white and uh, interesting but the ones I really liked was the chocolate Um, the chocolate is they're kind of shiny and it looks like a bunch of little crystals that's kind of glued together kind of like you ever seen the haystack candy where uh and then they maybe sprinkle it with a little sugar some of them have a little sugar sprinkled on them some of them don't it reminds me of the haystack candy um, but it's a little bit shiny and they're real pretty and if you want something different for your collection um these are priced um i see 35 30 and up and uh, they're quite pretty also the copper now that's a lot more expensive, but the copper samples from Nova Scotia are quite beautiful that you can also check out at this website, M C D O U G A L L Minerals, and again, not a sponsor or anything. I just thought these were really beautiful and interesting for my friends that love minerals and gemstones. Um, you know, a copper, a natural native copper specimen Sometimes these are just uh, kind of very sporadic. Sometimes they look like trees or bushes or uh, fountains. They can be quite spectacular on the host rock. Several of these are on the host rock. They come out of the top of the host rock or they are attached to the host rock. Some of them do not have any host rock at all, um, but they are all really beautiful. Um, Some of them are quite expensive, costing hundreds of dollars, but some of them can be had for Looks like the $30 price range as well. If that's something you're interested in getting for your collection. Um, all right, the Sea Dragon. This is from the Independent uh, magazine, online magazine. You can look it up going to independent.co.uk, and you're going to hear about the 32-foot Sea Dragon Found in the Midlands, hailed as one of the best fossils in UK history. Uh, Largest and complete find. They've got a picture here, kinda hard to make out anything but the head and the spine, but scientists hailed the discovery of this thirty-two-foot fossilized sea dragon in Midlands as the greatest find in paleontology history. It's a Ichosaurus. Um, It is the largest and most complete fossil of its kind ever found. 10 meters in length. They figure it probably weighed about a ton. Quite a beast. Quite a beast. You can read all about this if you go there and check that out. Um, what else do I want to tell you guys? Gee, you know, I'm just so excited. We're in over 50 countries with our podcast right now. I do have a couple more um, things to tell you, a couple more tidbits to share with you. But uh, I wanted to update you... Um, That's about all I can think of. Gee, it seemed like there was something else I was going to tell you. But I guess I'll get it next time. We're almost up to 1,000 subscribers on YouTube, so we appreciate everybody that's uh, gone over to YouTube and signed up with RadicalRocks.com, or Radical Rocks uh, YouTube channel there. We really do appreciate your support. All right, with that, um, I think I have one more interesting story here. This mineral has about the same radioactivity as a banana. So what is it? And what does that mean? <laughs> well, the new minerals named for Carnegie Museum scientist. And you can go to post-gazette.com and look it up. And uh, Abby Mackey is credited with this article here. Sorry, got to have some coffee. They were to find these minerals and they find I guess approximately 25 to 100 new minerals are discovered every year. You wouldn't think that could be true. How are they doing it? Well, they're not drilling or exploding holes into the sides of mountains. They're not looking into rare areas. They are doing it with microscopes. So they are looking at existing collections and looking at them with microscopes and finding these crystals that you can see very vividly under a microscope. This is a discovery of a new uranium. It's a derivative that forms tiny yellow crystal blades after it intersects with air, water, and ion sulfite ores inside at least one humid cave in the North Mesa Mines of central Utah. Now, we said it was radioactive. Is it dangerous? No. A banana is slightly radioactive because of the decay of its version of potassium, something I... I don't I don't recall hearing before so kind of interesting things decay all the time um, but some of the levels are just so incredibly low that they don't even pose a threat according to this article and according to scientists so when they find these new minerals they want to give it a name and they usually meet their suggestions the person who finds it uh, may have some influence on that but Usually a group of um, geologists will get together. There's more than 25 new minerals um, that have been discovered in this gentleman's career who is uh, cited in this article, Anthony Kamphath, PhD, curator. And uh, he is credited with some 25. Mr. Olds. Oh, okay, so now they're talking about someone else. Mr. Olds helped describe more than 25 new minerals in his career, which were secondary uranium minerals, such as Oldsite. But his greatest contribution is to his insights into nuclear fuel, mining uranium, and disposal of nuclear waste. Okay, very interesting. So you can find out more about this. They were also collecting stuff in Michigan. And finding new discoveries out there all over the world, all the time, with these microscopes. So, guys, I think that's about it. Um, thank you very much. Appreciate you tuning into the channel. Until next time, remember rock hounds don't die, they petrify.